Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. USA News. I'm Ryan Daniels. It is confirmed the nation's Secretary of Defense is suffering complications from a treatment for prostate cancer and that part of his recent hospital stay was spent in an intensive care unit. Pentagon spokesman Pat Ryder with reporters on Tuesday. Secretary Austin currently remains hospitalized at Walter Reed National Military Medical Center and is in good condition. Ryder says doctors diagnosed Austin with prostate cancer back in December. Not long afterward, he was admitted to Walter Reed on January. January 1st with complications from the procedure, including nausea with severe abdominal hip and leg pain. Initial evaluation revealed a urinary tract infection. Ryder said Austin is expected to make a full recovery. All this amidst criticism of the fact White House officials and the president were not informed of Austin's hospitalization for several days. High winds and heavy rain have prompted the National Weather Service to extend many flood watches and warnings through today, especially in the mid-Atlantic region of the eastern seaboard. According to PowerOutage.us, there are more than 600,000 power outages reported in communities up and down the coast. Donald Trump says a president must be allowed full immunity even when challenging elections. And he says the charges being brought against him in the federal elections case amount to a political prosecution. Uh, When they talk about uh, threat to democracy, that's your real threat to democracy. Trump spoke to reporters following his appearance at a federal appeals court hearing Tuesday. Trump's attorneys argued their client's efforts in the post-election period fell within his official presidential responsibilities. 2023 was Earth's hottest year on record, according to science. The European Union's Copernicus Climate Change Service Tuesday announced that global temperatures last year averaged higher than in any year, going back to at least 1850. This is USA News. I spend a lot of time in the garage, but even more time in the rain, sleet, and mud. In 95, I helped tow your moving trailer. In 05, I helped you get out of a ditch. Yeah, I know I'm a bit rusty, and sadly in 09, it was sparks from me, your handy chains dragging behind your truck that accidentally started a wildfire. Sparks from dragging chains can start a wildfire. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800-284-0523. 800-284-0523. 
The Biden administration is rejecting claims being made before the U.N. that Israel is prosecuting a genocide in Gaza. During public remarks after a meeting with Israeli officials in Tel Aviv Tuesday, U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken said the claims have no merit. Those who are attacking Israel continue to openly call for the annihilation of Israel and the mass murder of Jews. Blinken also called for the release of hostages still being held by Hamas. The U.S. says North Korea is supplying ballistic missiles for Russia in its ongoing war with Ukraine. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby told reporters Tuesday the Russians have already used some of them against Ukrainian targets. He said the U.S. is rolling out more sanctions against those facilitating the arms transfers. Multiple Ukrainian civilians were killed in the strikes and dozens were injured. These strikes are horrific, they're inhumane, and they serve as yet just another reminder of the brutality of Mr. Putin. Kirby also called on Congress to pass President Biden's request to provide more funding for Ukraine. Top politicians in Washington are clarifying the earlier reported budget deal between Democratic Senate leaders and the new Republican Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson. On Tuesday, Senate Republican Leader Mitch McConnell told reporters the spending plan will, quote, obviously have to be another short-term funding bill to avoid a government shutdown. Parts of the government run out of funding on January 19th. I'm Ryan Daniels, USA News. How would you like to save money on nearly all your prescription drugs? We've set up a special toll-free number for the RX Outreach Program. They're a nonprofit company whose mission it is to make prescription drugs more affordable to the masses. They don't take insurance. And in many cases, your prescriptions are even cheaper than your co-pays. They carry thousands of different prescription drugs. So whatever you're taking, there's a good chance they have it. No coupons are required, and this is not a discount card. It is pure savings on your prescription drugs. They specialize in generic meds for any chronic health needs you have. Call with your prescription and find out for free how little you can pay for your prescription drugs. Remember, we don't take insurance, so call right now. 800-705-6581. That's 800-705-6581. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Bill Martinez Live, a program about current events, our culture, our values, our politics, and our future. And now, Bill Martinez. We better stop. Hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down. Stop. Well, happy Wednesday to you, six minutes after the top of the hour. I am Bill Martinez. He is Rick Manning, the president of Americans for Limited Government. We're going to jump right into this because we got lots to talk about, Mr. Rick. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. How are you, Bill? Hey, I'm doing fine. Thank God. Uh, our MIA Secretary of Defense, I guess we, we located him. Uh, President Biden didn't even know where he was at for, what, four or five days? What, what is all that about? Weird. Well, he was legitimately ill, and that's a, you know, that's a big deal. Um, he, he had uh, some pro- prostate problems. But the, mm. the challenge is the Pentagon does not operate independent of the White House. Secretary of Defense is the civilian representative of the president at the Pentagon. And the fact that nobody at the Pentagon thought it worthwhile to actually let the president know that the Secretary of Defense was um, in the hospital um, dealing with some significant issues um, is a real burden. Yeah, because no, no, normally, normally prostate, prostate issues are pretty, 
are pretty routine, you know, by and large. But every once in a while, you can run into a unique situation, which this clearly was. And for him to be there, you know, for five days and at, at some point in intensive care, this thing got to be a little bit more complicated. Yeah, very much so. And, you know, once again, I, I'm not a doctor. I can't can really comment on his medical condition. What I can say is this. We have a, there's a chain of command for a reason. And over the, during the Trump administration, we saw the defense and intelligence agencies uh, kind of go rogue and operate as independent bodies of the White House and think mm-hmm. that they were, they could uh, kind of veto any White House decisions and even go so far as to warn enemies and talk to enemies and say, hey, you know, we're on your side, um, as the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff did. Um, now we see a continuation of that where the, um, where the Pentagon doesn't believe it actually has to communicate with the White House about the about the uh, chain of command about what's going on with the Secretary of Defense. It's a it is um, the Pentagon is not an independent agency. It's the it's under the President's Commander in Chief. Whether you like Joe Biden, you don't like Joe Biden. I I want the elected official to be responsible when decisions are being made about how to respond in a in the Middle East in particular, where we have. Exactly. Uh, we've got a lot of live mm-hmm. fire going on in the Middle East. We just bombed a right. bunch of uh, Iranian assets in the Middle East, and then the Secretary of Defense goes away. And the White mm-hmm. House doesn't know. That's dangerous. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, well, then it, what echoes is the military-industrial complex. You know, and you think, okay, it, it must be. I mean, up until this point, Rick, I'm thinking, well, the military-industrial military complex is pretty well aligned with the Biden administration, but not so. I mean, this is this is what Eisenhower warned us of. It's an independent uh, thinking entity, and uh, something as, in a sense, could that should be minor ended up being major. I mean, when you've got um, our foreign, you know, foreign adversaries know more about where the Secretary of Defense is than our own President of the United States, it's pretty dangerous. Well, yeah, and that's a you know, point being it's. Uh, yeah, it, it, they think they're the independence of said entity needs to be be cut short, and whoever made the decision not to contact the White House and let them know. I mean, this is it's not a big deal for somebody to be in the hospital. I mean, it is for them personally, mm-hmm. but in terms that's human that happens. But right. chains of command get broken, and the military, above all else, know how important chains of command are. Oh, the absolutely. Fact that think that the, the commander-in-chief was important to be read in on an important chain of command uh, thing that had important chain of command implications is a, mm-hmm. um, you know, it tells there's a mindset. It's more about the mindset that's dangerous, and things need to be shaken up so that mindset gets broken. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's just... That's about civilian leadership of the military. It's not about um, particularly Joe Biden or any other president. It's a matter of if the president's well, yeah. commander-in-chief or not. Exactly. Well, how disrespectful to the commander-in-chief, number one. Number two, as you say, this is one of those uh, pathogens that can kind of expand and metastasize into other agencies, right? I mean, because if, if they're doing, if, if the military is doing this, then what's going to stop the FDA or... Uh, any, any other, you know, the CIA, well, you know, they can just go rogue and they don't have to worry about chain of command, right? Well, we are, I think we already saw that with the, mm-hmm. um, and the Trump administration. Um, I, you know, I was outraged about this same type of thing in the Trump administration where we had intelligence agencies that um, didn't believe they really had to uh, 
give honest briefings to the president, that they withheld information mm-hmm. from the president and the like. Um, and as, and similarly, I, I'm concerned that, uh, so now if we see the, the people of the Pentagon, the people who actually have the um, control of the guns, um, if we see that they're operating, think that they don't have to be um, directly connected to the White House in any way, shape, or form, um, that's a, that is, once again, we're seeing uh, a push for an independent Justice Department, um, which it is an independent, and, and mm-hmm. we've seen the uh, intelligence agencies go rogue during Trump, and now we're seeing a uh, Pentagon that me- is mentally disconnected from its uh, civilian leadership. That is dangerous. Exactly. Yeah, when people are already wondering, you know, when it comes to the Biden administration, you always hear, who's running? Who's running the show here, right? And so this just brings uh, more credence, you know, to the, uh, you know, to the rumor or to the questioning. Yeah, it's a um, one of the one of the things that happens in uh, in a bureaucratic state um, is that the bureaucracy kind of just runs, it keeps running regardless, and it, it just keeps pushing forward regardless who is in charge. It's kind of designed to do that. Civil service is mm-hmm. designed that way. Um, the, you know, but, you know, this is a, we also have very specific prohibitions in the, in the constitution from a military that is, um, engaged on domestic soil in a meaningful way. And that mm-hmm. is, uh, and that's there for a reason. And, you know, the, the, and with what we've seen, once again, if we hadn't gone through what happened with Donald Trump, um, I wouldn't be nearly as concerned. But you said it could metastasize. I'm concerned it has metastasized. Yeah, I gave him the benefit of the doubt. I think it's clear it has. Uh, but you know, if you if you if you say make that kind of statement, I mean, we're already on the edge of conspirat- uh, the conspiratorial, and uh, then you know, everybody, but look at I mean, it's obvious. All you have to do is look and see what's happening. Um, another thing I wanted to ad- address here with you, Rick, and we're going to talk about the budget. But before we get there, um, you know, I, I want to talk about the Penn uh, statue that is going to stay for now. I mean, last week uh, we lost the uh, reconciliation monument um, there, which, uh, you know, in D.C. At, um, at Arlington, which is just it's just a heartbreak that we would lose that statue. I mean, it seems like, you know, critical uh, monuments and history points of our country are are just on full-blown attack by the leftist Marxists, and they just want to tear down our history. Yeah, that's true. It is a they want to disconnect from history because the way you move a country um, and fundamentally change it is you um, disconnect the, that country from its history, and then it's uh, you can create the history you want to create. And here we are at a time when we want reconciliation. And I think we're moving in that direction. And this monument, the Reconciliation Monument, which they tore down, uh, was uh, symbolic of that. And then, of course, we know about uh, the William Penn statue. Uh, but uh, thank God the Independence National Historical Park decided to step back. We've got to go to break. We've got more from Rick Manning on the other side. Stay G'day. Away. I'm Jamel that works with Dr. Joel Wallach and the GCN team with Longevity at TeamG'day.com. By becoming an associate, you provide income for you and your family on your own hours while working from home. So contact me, Jamel, by filling in the contact box at teamgaday.com and I will get back to you personally and provide all the support you need to get started and build your longevity business. 
TeamG'day.com. TeamG'day.com. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. walloffire.com. If you're 65 or older and Medicare is your main source of insurance, pay close attention right now and listen for details on how you may save thousands of dollars on your health care costs. Did you know that Medicare can pay for things like dental visits, home delivery of drugs, even a gym membership? Call us right now and learn how to unlock all your Medicare benefits. Medicare and supplemental plans that we provide can even offer you drug coverage with zero copays and pay for transportation to your doctors. Medicare plans can offer you wonderful money-saving benefits, but you've got to call now. We'll help you get the most out of your Medicare. Make this free, no-obligation call now. Save a ton of money on your health care costs and get the code to unlock all your earned Medicare benefits. Paid for by Senior Choice Plans. 800-796-3954. 800-796-3954. That's 800-796-3954. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-699-0358. 800-699-0358. That's 800-699-0358. In 19 minutes after the top of the hour, fresh and independent, just the way you like to hear from us. I'm Bill Martinez. He's Rick Manning. Uh, you need to go to Get Liberty, getliberty.org for more information. 
and uh, he's got all the information there to keep you abreast of what's happening in D.C., what's happening in our government. Uh, and uh, also, I don't know, Rick, if you saw this one, Michelle Obama says she's terrified about the potential outcome of the 2024 election. Terrified. I mean, of course, she's, you know, she made the statement, which is still as galling. You know, she was never so proud of the country when um, when we elected her husband uh, to be president of the United States. And um, and they've done everything they can, uh, you know, since that uh, since that election to uh, deconstruct uh, this great American experiment. Yeah, that's really true. In fact, all the the fundamental transformation uh, the week before the election in 2008, uh, mm-hmm. Barack Obama talked about fundamental transformation, and uh, they they've spent their administration um, eight years engaging in it, and uh, now. And now the Biden administration has picked up the ball and is attempting to uh, finish the job. You know, one of, one of the things that uh, people miss is we ha- we've had some Supreme Court decisions recently which have declared um, some regulatory actions unconstitutional. Um, mm-hmm. going to get a little wonky, but West Virginia v. EPA occurred a couple of years ago um, declaring that a uh, but regulation effectively shuts down coal-fired utility mm. plants was unconstitutional. Mm. And but what Barack Obama did, and this is what the what the left is doing with the regulatory state now with electric vehicles and like, is they created regulations that they knew these that the court system would take seven to ten years to deal with. Exactly. Those regulations were not were attacks on industries, but more importantly, they were also attacks on on capital flows to those industries. And so while the underlying regulation um, that was designed to kill coal um, was found unconstitutional seven years later, the damage done in those seven years to the coal industry was so enormous that coal may never recover. And so they don't care if it's constitutional or not. They don't care if it follows the law or not. They're taking advantage of the slowness of our, of our legal system to reconcile those kinds of, uh, you know, those things in term, with the Constitution and taking advantage of it in such a way to, um, to enact, to, to impose um, their, their vision of the world, um, mm-hmm. regardless of whether it fits within a constitutional framework. And that's, a, that's dangerous, and mm-hmm. um, I'm actually working with, I'm working with some people in Congress to try to come up with a way to fix that. But it is a, you know, that's what we're seeing. This is the fundamental transformation continues, and it's being done. And we, this is why I got so upset by Lloyd Austin's thing. We cannot normalize thing, you know, broken chain of command where the Pentagon operates independent of the White House. We can't accept that. We can't allow that to become normalized. We can't normalize an intelligence agencies that are operating outside of the, the law and are spying mm-hmm. on people. And we, we can't normalize a Department of Justice that, is, um, that thinks it doesn't, follow, it doesn't have to follow the law and can, can be uh, utilized against one political candidate or another, or any political candidates for that matter. Those exactly. are things that cannot be allowed to be normalized, and yet they have been over the, you know, and are being normalized. Mm-hmm. And so while the Austin thing may seem like it's a little deal, it's once again a normalization of the, of the military complex, being in, creating an independence for it that they cannot have. The military mm-hmm. complex cannot be independent of our elected political leadership. 
and that's a and so you know all this goes to you know this kind of feeling that everything is sliding out of control, and you got that feeling because it is. Yeah, and exactly. The only way you stop stuff from sliding out of control is you say it stops here, mm-hmm. and so you draw lines in the sand, and you say it's got to stop here, and that's why things that seem like they're just little things. And so you made a mistake. Did send an email or something? Little things have to be have to be called out and have to be made sure they don't happen again to stop that slide away from so mm-hmm. from from the intent of consent of the governed. Right, and that is well, a uh, so mm-hmm. fundamental to our country. It's the only way we stop the fundamental transformation. Is well, by, the thing is the, the thing is, Rick. Things. Yeah, well, you're exactly right. And the thing is, this is all being manifest in so many areas. I mean, look what they're doing to Trump. I mean, all under the guise of, hey, look, at they waited three years. All of a sudden, you know, we got 91 indictments and all this stuff going on. I mean, there needs to be an immediate, an immediate, an urgent session of the Supreme Court to come and say, look, we're going to take over all this. And we're going to adjudicate this right away in the best interest of the Constitution and the American people. Because the process, you know, Obama and his ilk and Biden and the Democratic uh, apparatchik, they understand, just as you said. It's going to take time. They're going to they're going to wade this, and meanwhile, they're going to do a lot of damage to this uh, to this candidate, and in hopes that uh, somehow uh, they you know bankrupt him or you know compromise. Which it's got to compromise, no matter what you say. I don't know that Donald Trump can raise enough money to offset the expenses, legal expenses are mounting up here, and, and he's he really, in a sense, he's defending us and he's defending you know America's freedom. But to your point. The Democrats, you know, and the rest of the and rest of the ilk, they get it. They know how to play the game. They're playing dirty, and there has to be some some immediate remedy to this. Otherwise, you know, this this continues, Rick. And this is this isn't the way to make things happen. And the challenge in all of that is our, our political systems are designed to move slowly because we are in. We are, in fact, and that's designed that way because you don't want this kind of totalitarian situation to, mm-hmm. to develop where you have too much power in one hand. So it's a so they use that against us. But I will tell you the um, you know there's some things that are that are being the, the people in Washington D.C. are aware this is happening. There are and we're trying to figure out how to fix it. And it's and I've got a. Uh, and so this isn't a hopeless situation. It is just a, it's a mm-hmm. challenge. And like anything, it's a challenge that we have to meet. Um, but yeah, I think it's. Yeah, but, think but, but Rick, when, when they can use our money to yeah. recklessly go about and do all this insidious uh, political, you know, shenanigans, uh, I mean, this is lose lose for the American people. No, absolutely. And, and, absolutely. You know? It's. Well, no, that's absolutely true. I mean, there's so many. I could give you a zillion examples, but I'll, but the one I'll, I'll kind of talk about that uh, we we never talk about goes to the budget a little bit. Mm-hmm. The um, in, in something called Medicaid, which is indigent health care um, through Obamacare, they raised the eligibility age of Medicaid from 200 percent of poverty to 300 percent of poverty, meaning that in 19 in 2023. A family of four that made eighty-four thousand dollars a year was eligible for government-assisted health care. Okay, that's a pretty astonishingly high number. Yeah. Um, the but and then so what did they do? Um, 
the they use the increase in the number of people who are on Medicaid and the push to get people to sign up for Medicaid because of because of COVID. Mm-hmm. They use that as a means to register all those people to vote. And they they and they started and so they they registered those people to vote in the 2010s. They right and they and then they made a big push in 2021, 2022. And so what do you have? You have you effectively have used a social welfare system that was expanded too much um, to, in fact, register people to vote, knowing full well that that's how they register to vote. Then every time, then you say, every time you turn around, you say, oh, they're going to take away your health care, your health insurance, your health care, your Medicaid. And so those people become single-issue Medicaid voters and are, and effectively are voting for they, you know, for their benefits. And quite honestly, it's what Romney warned us about in 2012. Mm-hmm. About, and uh, got ridiculed for, but the fact is that's exactly what the Obama administration did. It's exactly what the Biden administration has done, and quite honestly, it was what was done under Trump's uh, Health and Human Services um, during COVID was to get everybody signed up. And when they get people signed up, they register to vote. And next thing you know, you know you're you're creating a voting class that is dependent upon another another dependent class. Uh, brought to you by the U.S. government, all for the sake of uh, getting reelected or getting yep. elected. Rick Manning, thank you, sir. Appreciate this it. Support is sponsored by IBM. Oil and gas companies are constantly adapting to a rapidly changing landscape. IBM's Institute for Business Value surveyed 2,000 executives in 25 countries for the Digital Energy Company of the Future study. What they learned is that price volatility, aging infrastructure, and more are in a balancing act with increased customer expectations and disrupted ecosystems. Phil Spring, IBM Consulting Energy and Resources Leader. For these companies, this is about transitioning to a future of low-carbon energy and products, but it is also about value and profit as well as purpose. So of the companies that we surveyed, what we refer to as visionary vanguards, they are taking transformative action. They're using digital technologies and data and they're integrating sustainability into their investment cases to help transform to the digital energy company of the future. If oil and gas companies stay focused on implementing data-based decision-making, embedding AI and automation in the business, and aligning sustainability goals with digital transformation, they will be on their way to becoming the digital energy companies of the future. To learn more, visit IBM.com slash IBV. USA News Update. Embattled Democratic New Jersey Senator Bob Menendez took to the Senate floor Tuesday speaking out on the federal corruption charges against him. The senator says the timing of the charges demonstrates the bias of the prosecutors. The United States Attorney's Office is engaged not in a prosecution but a persecution. Senator Menendez has been charged with bribery, fraud, and acting as an Egyptian foreign agent, along with accepting gifts from Qatar's government and helping a New Jersey developer secure millions of dollars in investments from Qatar. The next NASA moon missions are being pushed back about a year due to some technical problems discovered in recent testing. On Tuesday, the U.S. Space Agency announced the planned delays for the Artemis II and Artemis III missions. Artemis II will be a mission to take four astronauts on a journey in the moon orbit, Artemis 3, will be an attempt to put humans back onto the lunar surface. I'm Ryan Daniels, USA News. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. 
So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay Heating Pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay Heating Pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com, including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. been frustrated enough in watching uh, the ineffectiveness of our government. Uh, just for fun today, you can take a peek at the House Homeland Security Committee. They're going to begin impeachment hearings against DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. It starts uh, with a hearing focused on the effects in the heartland of our country and his failure to resolve the border crisis. The Tea Party Patriot Citizen Fund political director and TPP man in Washington has all the details. Bill Pasco joins us now. Hey, Bill, Happy New Year to you, buddy. How are you? Happy New Year to you, Bill. Good to be with you. It's going to be well, an interesting hearing this morning. Is it going to be, you know, the, the usual stuff? Mayorkas, uh, he knows nothing. He doesn't want to know anything. No, no. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not going to be Mayorkas at all. The, the, the title, I think, I, think they've, I think they've nailed the title. Havoc okay. in the Heartland. Yes. The effects of Alejandro Mayorkas's failed leadership. So what we're actually going to be talking about, we've got a couple of attorney generals from the heartland uh, mm-hmm. coming in to talk about the effect on their states of the fact that the, uh, the, the regular law enforcement authorities at the border have totally broken down. Mm-hmm. But what we've had, let, let's face it, we're, we're going on three years now. On, on January 20, we'll be celebrating the third anniversary of the takeover of the government of the United States by Joe Biden and mm-hmm. his cronies. And right. in those three years, uh, we know, according to government numbers, so using the government's own numbers, we know that more than 7 million illegal aliens have entered the country. That's the government numbers. I think it's actually much higher. The government mm-hmm. numbers don't include what the government refers to as the known gotaways. That's the people they can see on the surveillance cameras who are getting who who are coming across the border at night and and escaping apprehension. But then there's also the unknown gotaways. There there are also people who get in that we don't know that they got in. And we have no idea how many that might be. So according to the government's own official figures, we got more than seven million. I think the number is probably closer to ten or eleven million uh, that have come in over the last three years. And that's a direct result of decisions made in Washington DC. This isn't a failure of policy. This is not a bug. Mm-hmm. That's right. a terrible thing. This is a feature of the policy. This is the exactly. deliberate result. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. what they wanted. They mm-hmm. want to bring illegal aliens into the country. They want to disperse them around the country. What are they doing? They, they give them a bus ticket or a plane ticket, uh, and they send them to Chicago. They send them to Denver. They send them to San Francisco. They send them to New York. They send them to Boston. They send them to all these major urban areas. Why? What's the purpose of that? Well, remember, every 10 years under the Constitution, we do a census. And the census counts everybody. 
whether or not you're a citizen of the United States or an illegal alien, you get counted in the census. Right. And the census is used then to apportion both representation in the House of Representatives and federal dollars. Lots exactly. and lots and lots of federal programs make the determination on how much money each state is going to get based on how big the state's population is. So if you are Democrats and you want to increase the political strength and the money that flows to New York City, Boston, Denver, San Francisco, you name it, mm-hmm. then you find a way to increase the populations of those areas. How do you do that? Well, the U.S. population, you know, our, our birth rate has been off for decades. We're not mm-hmm. replacing ourselves the way we used to be. So if you're a Democrat and you're thinking politically, I want to grow the power of my strongholds, and let's face it, New York City, Chicago, uh, Los Angeles, we're talking, mm. that's the very definition of Democratic Party strongholds. It's the exactly. urban areas that they control. Mm-hmm. How would you increase the population of those areas? Well, you let people come into the country. Oh, illegally? Who cares? That doesn't make any difference for purposes of the census. So this is this is not a bug. We need to understand this. This is not the the uh, the the unfortunate corollary consequence this is the actual point of the policy. Exactly. This is what they're trying mm-hmm. to achieve. Mm-hmm. Bill, is there any consequence, you know, from these people? And I say these people, the Democrats, who are promoting this because, you know, it's one thing to bring illegal immigrants into the country, but yet another thing to bring illegal immigrants that you know uh, are have, have ties to cartels that are not looking you know, to improve or make America better. If anything, they're looking to bring us down and uh, for them to serve as, as mules to um, for sex trafficking, for drug trafficking, and other nefarious uh, projects that the cartel uh, last year generated over $13 billion of windfall profit. Thank you very much, Joe Biden. Well, you're absolutely right. And let's, let's talk about another cost. Not, not only are we shipping money to bad people. Uh, This is costing lives. Every year for the last three years, we have lost more people to fentanyl than we lost Mm -hmm. soldiers in the entire length of the Vietnam War. Stop and consider that. We've we've literally lost, in each of the last three years, Mm -hmm. we have lost more people to fentanyl that came across the border than we lost soldiers in the entire duration of the Vietnam War. If If people understood that, if they understood that that is a direct consequence of the Biden administration's failure to follow the law. That's what they're doing. They are failing to follow the law. They've made a deliberate policy decision not to follow the law. And I'll give you just one example. We have a law that allows the Attorney General of the United States, under certain circumstances, on a temporary basis, if he can certify that it is in the best interest of the public, he is allowed under the Immigration and Nationality Act, there's a clause in there that gives him the power to provide what's called humanitarian parole on mm-hmm. a case-by-case basis. Now, this was written so that if there's, if there's somebody who's waiting to get into the United States who needs to get into the United States urgently, say they need a heart operation, that's the reason right. they're coming in the United States, rather than make them wait, the Attorney General is granted the power to give that individual on a case-by-case basis for a temporary stay, he can say, okay, you have parole. You don't have to wait for a visa. You can come in. What they've done is taken that, and they've decided that, 
rather than on a case-by-case basis, they're going to grant parole to entire classes of people. Do it in mass. Yeah. Last year, last year, Venezuelan. We're going to give mm-hmm. 500,000 Venezuelan immigrants parole. Wait a second. This isn't a visa. This doesn't give them the right to work. doesn't give mm-hmm. them a work authorization. But they can come in the United States. So we can't say that uh, we can't say, no, 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 you can't come in because we've just allowed them to come in. That's not exactly. the way the law was written. That's not the purpose of the law. And they're abusing it. They've got to stop. And that's what we're going to hear about in the in the hearing today. Today launches the process of the impeachment hearings against Mayorkas. Is there going to be enough intestinal fortitude there amongst the House Republicans to really do something about this? I mean, this is a serious issue, Bill. I mean, this this borders treason, doesn't it? I think the Republicans are ready to move on this. I do. Um, it's not just it, it, it's it's not what the mainstream media, which you know is is basically mm. the communications arm of the Democratic National Committee. Right. It's not just it's not the mainstream media's favorite boogeyman. It's not the House Freedom Caucus. Mark Green mm-hmm. is not a member of the House Freedom Caucus. The chairman of the committee. He's from he's from Tennessee. He went down to the border, went down to Eagle Pass, Texas last week with Speaker Johnson and that big congressional delegation, and he mm-hmm. talked about Mayorkas and he laid out some of the numbers. And I'm telling you, you know, in December we had 302,000 illegal aliens encountered at the southwest border. That's the highest number ever recorded for a month. That capped the three-month period of uh, October, November, December, the first three months of the new fiscal year, 785,000 encounters. Again, that's the worst first quarter in history. Last year, they they released the numbers uh, in early January for the entire fiscal year, and we're looking at uh, 2,475,000, it was, almost Mm. 2.5 million people. Right. In the course of the fiscal year, again, the highest number ever recorded. And this is the and the key is this is the deliberate result of the policy that they put in place. This is what they want. The Republicans, I think, have got some fine and they're going to move to impeach Mayorkas. Well, and um, and so what will be the next step after impeaching Mayorkas? Is this put uh, the administration on enough notice? Because. Uh, you know, like every every other thing that's evil, uh, it has a way of uh, metastasizing or growing another head. Well, you know, interestingly, once, once you impeach him in the House, of course, then he has to be tried in the Senate. And there are a lot right. of people who immediately dismiss it and say, well, but the Democrats control the Senate, he won't be convicted. You know what? I want to see the Democrat senators vote not to convict this guy for not doing his job once the evidence is presented. That's exactly. a much tougher vote. Than a lot of people mm-hmm. think it's going to be. Well, eyes are on that uh, on those hearings. Bill Pasco, thank you, sir. Take care. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzi. Rizm Kism of Rizza, a prescription only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzi is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Sky Rizzi. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Sky Rizzi, there's nothing on my skin. And that means everything. 
Ask your doctor today about SkyRizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRizzy to learn more. Jim Gaffigan here with some more straight talk. Let's take a moment to appreciate our sweet children, loving grandparents, and eternal soulmates. Now let's use them to save money on wireless. Because with the Straight Talk Silver Plan, you get four lines for just $25 a month with unlimited data and no contracts. So add those human pawns, I mean loved ones, and save money. Thanks, kids. They're finally worth it. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart. Get four lines on Silver Unlimited for $25 per line per month, plus taxes and fees. For data management practices and additional terms, visit straighttalk.com. Hi, I'm Ronnie Deutsch, and if you or your business owe money to the IRS, I've got great news for you. Tax laws have changed. Billions of dollars are earmarked for IRS Fresh Start programs. And if you qualify, you can literally save tens of thousands of dollars. Listen, I know what you're going through. Call me if you want to speak with a tax attorney or tax professional for free. 800-247-1498. That's 800-247-1498. Has your body ever gone low blood sugar feeling weak, shaky, knowing you better eat something fast? We all know high blood sugar can lead to many metabolic problems. At GCNteam.com, we have a healthy blood sugar pack, focusing on the structure and function of stable blood sugar. Find us at GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. Nothing feels worse than unstable blood sugar. Call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Bad theater seats, cheap Halloween masks, my apartment, all things with obstructed views. Add to these large trucks and buses. 18-wheelers and large buses have big blind spots, and like my apartment, they don't always have the best view. Bus and truck drivers deal with blind spots around the entire vehicle. Always take care not to ride alongside or too close behind them. Our roads, our responsibility. Learn more at sharetheroadsafely.gov. What are you going to do with your old car? You can try selling it, you could junk it, or you could donate it to Heritage for the Blind. Your car will be towed away for free, and your donation is tax-deductible. Just call 1-800-785-9618. Heritage for the Blind accepts cars, vans, trucks, and boats. It doesn't matter if your vehicle runs or not. It will be towed away for free, and you'll be supporting those that need help. Heritage for the Blind is a nonprofit organization that helps the visually impaired live fuller lives. Call right now to donate your car, and as a special thank you for calling, you'll receive a free three-day vacation voucher to many exciting locations. Call Heritage for the Blind right now, 1-800-785-9618. Donating is easy, and your vehicle is towed away for free. Plus, you'll get a free vacation voucher. Call now, 1-800-785-9618. That's 1-800-785-9618. We're going to stay on the topic of immigration um, because it's just not being reported the way it should. And Jeremy Beck is with us right now, the Vice President and Deputy Director for Numbers USA, uh, to give us some more information about what the U.S. Uh, Customs and Border Protection uh, has to say about it. Uh, in fact, they're reporting that more than 2.3 plus million migrants have been released into the United States at the southern border, this under the Biden administration, which the next question that is begged to be asked, Jeremy, is we're just talking the southern border. What uh, what do we know about uh, the northern border incursions and uh, also what's coming in by 
you know, by uh, by air and by sea. Good morning, Bill. Thanks for having me back. Yes, we've uh, the the uh, the numbers that have been released are show that over two over a million people per year are being mm-hmm. released into the country. Just very quick uh, to put that into perspective, uh, we issue one million, a little more than one million green cards per year. That that, by the way, is four times our traditional mm-hmm. level. This is our legal immigration system, well right. over where what we were issuing back when we were having a, a, a huge, prosperous, middle-class country. Very, very high. It's the biggest legal immigration system in the world. Well, Customs and Border, CBP alone, is releasing as many people into the country illegally as our biggest legal immigration system in the world is bringing people into the country legally. But that's just one part of, of, uh, of the iceberg. It's really kind of the dip of the iceberg, because mm-hmm. it doesn't count, doesn't count whole other categories of people, including unaccompanied children, people released by other agencies into the country, like ICE, or as you mentioned, or as you indicated, people who are being flown directly from their countries over the border into the U.S. These are inadmissible aliens who are being brought over by the administration as well. If you add up all those numbers, and we don't have all of the specific numbers because they haven't all been uh, transparently released, but you're getting closer to 3 million people being released mm-hmm. into the country. And that isn't the end of the story either, because you also have several hundred thousand, at least 600,000 people who are not released into the country, but sneak into the country. Exactly, and the gotaways. Another mm-hmm. Exactly, the mm-hmm. gotaways, exactly. And then you have another 850,000 people who arrive legally on legal visas, but never leave. If you add all of that up, our illegal immigration system is something around 4 million people per year. Per year, yes. Uh, that, and, and the thing is, in, in three years of Joe Biden, th- that uh, if I'm doing the math correctly, we're looking at 12 million. Right? Is, if, is that if, what you're estimating? If it, conti- if it continues, this is the this is the rate that we are going that we are going at, and you're, it's something is going to give. Um, it, it has to give, and of course, from my organization, NumbersUSA.com, uh, if you know, we make it easy for people to lobby Congress, and that's you know, there's a holdup in on Capitol Hill right now. A lot of behind the scenes negotiating. Uh, the Republicans took a trip down to Eagle Pass. And uh, we're going to see what we get out of this. There are solutions on the table where this is a, a critical point. We've been fighting this for a year now. Well, mm-hmm. We got great provisions passed in the House of Representatives. It's up to the Senate to, to plug those into some bills. The provisions are in this bill called H.R. 2, the Secure the Border mm-hmm. Act, and right. it addresses these things. These things are not uh, they're not legal. They're an abuse of our parole system, an abuse of our asylum system, and then a breakdown of our enforcement system. So we need to close up these loopholes and require the administration to abide by the law. Well, and it's amazing. Look at the impact it's had on individual cities. I mean, you've got New York, you know, yelling and screaming. Mayor Adams is, you know, his, his skull is exploding every time he's on camera. Because of uh, right. you know it it's just uh, it's untenable you you can't su- you can't sustain this and then well, and then they, California Gavin Newsom I mean he's giving away money he's he's already at a sixty eight billion dollar deficit this year and he's handing out money like it's uh, you know chocolate to kitties yeah, we we, learn, we live in a world of limits and uh, everybody eventually comes to realize that and. Um, uh, yeah, Mayor Adams has said it's bankrupting his city. You've got the governor of New York, who a couple of years ago said we can take as many people as want to come here, and now she's saying, "Look, we're, we're at our limit. We're past our limit." Mm-hmm. Um, the administration has had an approach where they basically wanted to—they uh, basically didn't want to be the tough guy, 
And so they wanted to let as many people in as possible without turning people away. But they realized that, that it, it, it's it's uh, disconcerting to people to see these mm-hmm. these footages of, of people you know crossing the river, crossing the border, and these large groups of people. And so they they tried to make it less visible, but that doesn't uh, that's not going to work because eventually people show up someplace they're going to show up in Chicago or New York or these other cities exactly. states Texas has been mm. dealing this with forever and um you know and and the chickens come home to roost and these cities are simply saying we 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 just do not have the infrastructure right. um to handle this and uh, mm. and workers are saying hey, wait a minute you know my wages aren't exactly going through the roof I'm not you know, I'm not sitting here pretty I don't need all this illegal job competition either uh, particularly exactly. blue collar workers at the lower end of the spectrum who are you know trying to eke out a middle class american dream for themselves and and the government's first responsibility should be to those Americans. Well, you would think, I mean, the people that are here legally, uh, because what they're doing is then, you know, through the back door, they're spending our tax money, uh, you know, for, for their own purpose. I mean, Jeremy, this is by design. This isn't by accident. I mean, the, the border's wide open. You know, the uh, House Republicans, as you said, they've passed H.R. 2. And then you hear Joe Biden and you hear Corrine Jean-Pierre saying that, uh, well, it's the Republicans that are getting in the way of this broken, admittedly, you know, broken uh, immigration. And we just have to call it out every single time. Again, the solutions are actually on the table. It's H.R. 2. Whatever whatever it is that they say is broken and needs to be fixed, the the fixing is right there on the table. They just need to say yes to Mm -hmm. those provisions. And that's the messaging that our members and our activists, and it's all free, uh, uh, come to our website and send messages out uh, to their members of Congress to send that very message that there is no solution mm-hmm. other than these provisions in H.R. 2. The rest of it is window dressing and uh, political jujitsu. Exactly. And, Jeremy, um, Numbers USA, like you said, to your point, you make it easy for people to activate their citizenship, Right. Uh, you know, you're, you're uh, you know, what, what are we talking here? Maybe five minutes a day or even five minutes a week if you just, you know, invested that amount of time into saving our country. Isn't it well worthwhile? And you guys have done all the groundwork and you make it easy in which to uh, participate and to um, fulfill, you know, part of your civic responsibility and duty, right? Thank you for that. Intensity and consistency really matter when it comes to activism and lobbying and getting good policies pushed through Congress, because you can guarantee that there's a lot of money working towards open borders. Um, but we can counteract that. The American people can counteract that by being consistent. And uh, and together, if we're consistent as a group, as a large group, that creates the intensity. So it doesn't mean you have to pick up the phone and yell at somebody. But mm-hmm. if you come onto the website every day and send a message every day, that lets your members of Congress know that they are not getting off the hook. They're not getting exactly. around this. They have got mm-hmm. to address this issue, or you're going to be back tomorrow to ask them what they've done. Exactly. Jeremy, walk us through, okay? Uh, let's let's uh, introduce our audience to how exactly this works. Okay, so what do they do? Go to numbersusa.com. You can also find us on X. And uh, right there on the homepage, there's a main navigation bar. And over to the right, in a big blue button, it says, Take Action. Uh, you'll also see opportunities throughout the site to sign in or take action if you have not already taken action. And when you when you are a first time visitor and you you click on the take action button, you will mm-hmm. see a 
pre-written message uh, that you can send with a click of a button or a press of your thumb on your phone. It does require you to provide some information that's necessary so that we know that we are sending it to the right representative or senators. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't want you sending a message to everybody in Congress, but specifically, you know, the people who work for you. And exactly. so that message gets in there, the information gets in there, it's not shared with anybody, and once you are in, you're in the system and we'll we'll come back and give you all, and offer you uh, multiple opportunities. You can come back anytime, check in anytime you want. We have an app coming out, uh, so you can be able to do it on your phone as well. And uh, our action board is, is full of opportunities to say to give these messages out there in a variety of ways. We understand that people are concerned about immigration from a variety of viewpoints. We mentioned there's the, the blue-collar viewpoint. There's the law and order viewpoint. There's just the mm-hmm. sense of we want a credible system viewpoint. We also understand that members of Congress are have different levels of receptivity to different viewpoints. So we offer a variety of messaging that you can choose from. You choose mm-hmm. the one that you think is going to be most effective and the one that you believe in the most, and you send it and you come back the next day and send it again and again and again. Exactly. Well, and, uh, you know, as you say, there's this thing can be bifurcated in so many ways that there's a specific interest, whether it is about fentanyl and illegal drug trafficking, sex trafficking, you know, these young girls and boys that are being trafficked, you know, here in, in the United States of America. I mean, sadly, Jeremy, here we are. We, we're, we're the number one country of sex trafficking on the planet. I mean, think, the, the land of the free, home of the brave. I mean, America, we, the, we, we are participating in this kind of junk. I, I mean, this, this is disheartening, but we cannot just sit back and let it happen. This is how it got to this point, is we thought, well, you know, our leaders would know better. But uh, the fact of the matter is, is that they don't seem to know better or care. And, um, you know, they're just kind of just letting this go out. But if we don't uh, let them hear our voices, if we're not activated and responding, uh, we just keep getting more of the same, right? That's exactly it. We are Americans. We are citizens. We do have, we have power. We just need to use it. Yeah, it is available to us. I mean, this is the thing, you know, our Constitution, though, there is, and there's no doubt about it. There's a push from the left to... Uh, you, you know, in all the, uh, you, you know, the U.S. Constitution, uh, they really don't believe in it. I mean, sadly, it's hard to think that you have fellow Americans that uh, we live next to that uh, have that kind of sentiment. But the reality is, is that's that's their position. And all you have to do is listen to them. But, uh, you know, the next thing that we have to do is let them know that we, we don't buy into that that we do believe in the Constitution, and we expect our elected officials to follow said U.S. Constitution. Jeremy Beck, as always, we appreciate the time. Thank you so much for being with us. He's the Vice President, Deputy Director for Numbers USA. The website, real quick, Jeremy, one more time. NumbersUSA.com It's obvious the unthinkable continues. Most Americans know something very wrong is happening. People in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and to stop noticing. But you know better. That's why self-reliant folks are investing in emergency food storage. And you should, too. My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, 
are the ones you can trust. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $200 on each three-month food kit you purchase. My Patriot Supply also sells solar generators, gravity-powered water filters, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship that same day and arrive quickly on your doorstep in unmarked boxes. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. Time is running out to prepare for what's coming. MyPatriotSupply.com Hi. 